This episode is brought to you by Chris Judd Tarot, where you can get a personalized tarot card reading for as little as $10. From a single card drawn just for you to a 10-card spread, complete with your destiny number, your life path number, your current year number, and answers to all of the questions you have for the cards, there's a tarot reading for every budget. Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of Not Just Another Tarot Podcast. My name is Chris and I will be your host from time to time. Coming to you live today from physical therapy because that's where I spent my morning. Today is September the 6th, 2022, and our card today is the Five of Swords. Five is all about curiosity, discovery, and freedom. It needs exciting new experiences to feel fulfilled. Life's not about setting goals and making plans to achieve them. It's about going somewhere and figuring shit out along the way. Five lets the wind blow it where it may and trusts that it will land on its feet. Everything is an adventure to five. Anything that involves the five senses, taste, touch, smell, sound, and sight will pique the interest of a five. Five is a master when it comes to changing and malleability. It goes with the flow, taking its life lessons as they come. It's happiest with high energy, freshness, spontaneity, and new possibilities. It's playful, vivacious, and full of joy. Five is a go-between. It's dead smack in the middle and is a pivotal place of change. I used to tell people when I was in direct sales that If they had to choose on a scale of one to 10, how interested they were in joining the business and they couldn't say five because it it confused me. Like you can pick four, you can pick six, either one. I don't care. Just don't say five because then I'm confused and I don't know what to say. Five coasts along through life, easily adapting to different environments and situations. The only thing five is attached to is being unattached to anything. Five's curiosity keeps its head on a 360-degree swivel, and everything it says is enticing. For five, the best way to learn is to experiment, and it doesn't shy away from things it gets curious about. Everything is exciting and enlightening. Five is incredibly flexible, never sticking with a job, a relationship, or a situation longer than its interest lasts. It's emotionally unattached, giving it more freedom of movement and flexibility. It's easy for five to switch gears and move into whatever new situation comes its way. Five is a social butterfly, learning about the world around it through interactions with other people. No matter if it's one-on-one or in a group setting, five loves engaging with others and learning new ideas from them. However, it's easy for five to become impatient and restless if there aren't enough stimuli to keep its attention. The moment things start to feel boring or routine, five is out of there, off to another new adventure. Without exciting discoveries, it's hard for five to settle down and deal with life's mundane tasks. 
Five's uncontrollable need for constant change and freedom makes it non-committal. Commitment equals being tied down, equals being bored, and goes against every fiber in its being. Five has trouble with follow-through, since it can't stick with anything long enough to learn it thoroughly, and because it loses interest in the hard work of seeing anything through to completion. That makes it difficult for five to form meaningful relationships or become proficient at adulting. Five is often unreliable due to its tendency to be easily distracted. If ever there was a, oh, look, squirrel, number, it's five. It has a hard time keeping its word because it can't focus long enough to remember it made a promise in the first place. This damages its relationships with friends, family, and partners, leaving five seem uncaring and incapable. Five doesn't have any problem seeing where life takes it, like a dandelion puff blown away in a strong breeze. Without any sense of direction, though, it can waste a lot of time on things that don't serve any real purpose. Five misses out on opportunities that could make it more successful in the long run. In hindsight, five sometimes she sees that it should have spent more time preparing and planning. The day-to-day -day adulting holds no interest whatsoever for a five, so it tends to avoid adultification at all costs. Five has to remember that when it focuses its gaze, it will find all the excitement, all the possibilities, and all the potential it seeks inside its own mind. And I'm going to say that again because it's really fucking important. Five has to remember that when it focuses its gaze, it will find all the excitement, all the possibilities, and all the potential it seeks inside its own mind. The suit of swords deals with the mind and intellect. It mimics the quality of the mind seen in your mindset, thoughts, and beliefs. Most swords are double-edged, so swords also represent the balance between thoughts and power and how the two can be used together for good or evil. The suit of swords is associated with the element air. Air can't be seen even though it's in constant movement. Air can be almost unnoticeably still. It can be a gentle breeze, or it can be a devastating tornado that takes out everything in its path. It's both powerful and refreshing, intangible and cleansing. Air represents action, knowledge, change, and power, even though it remains invisible. I use the Unicorn Tarot deck written by Suzanne Starr and illustrated by Liz Hilton for all my tarot readings, both the free readings I do daily for you good folks and the paid ones I do through chrisjudtarot.com. Should you ever want a personalized reading, you can reach out to me there or email me at chris, K-R-I-S-S, at chrisjudtarot.com. In this deck, the Five of Swords shows a warrior holding a sword aloft in each hand with the other three swords point down in the snow in front of him. Behind the warrior is a couple dressed all in blue for serenity, tranquility, and calm. The warrior's unicorn steed stands by, 
watching the warrior. The Five of Swords indicates that there may have been a recent fight and you're still carrying the weight of that with you. You might have won, but it's a win with no glory. It feels heavy and wrong. Or you might have recently tried something that failed. Either way, you're dispirited and finding it hard to move forward. Do whatever damage control is in your power. Try to reframe the situation as lessons learned. How are you wiser for learning? How can you do better in the future? Don't let this trying time be in vain. For my podcast listeners, I also draw a daily oracle card. I use the Rebel deck, the oracle with attitude. Its cards are saucy, foul-mouthed, and direct, much like me. Today's card says, it's not everyone else's fault. It's yours. You are a grown-ass adult. Stop blaming others for your shit. One of the messages from the walls says, you must accept complete and total responsibility for everything that happens to you. That doesn't mean you have to like it. It doesn't mean that the things that happened were okay. It just means that no matter what comes into your life, for good or ill, it's yours and you have to own it. Practice radical acceptance. Radical acceptance looks at the shit in your life and says, it is what it is. Or, to quote one of my heroes, John Morrow, this is my life now. What's next? John has a rare disease called spinal muscular atrophy and can't move anything but his face. After a car accident several years ago, where he was pinned in the wreckage under his 350-pound motorized wheelchair, he spent more than a month in the hospital. As he was lying in that hospital bed with dozens of broken bones, it would have been easy for him to despair and give up completely. But instead, he said to himself, this is my life now. What's next? That's what radical acceptance looks like. That's what you need to do most right now. Get comfortable with the shit in your life because it's your shit. I believe in you. We'll see you tomorrow.